Hi, I'm Jill. And I'm Lindsay. Welcome to Rant Camera Action, where we rant and rave about current and classic films and TV shows. Lindsay and I have been ranting and sharing our passion for movies and TV since college. That's basically how our friendship started, right, Lindsay? Mm, Sounds about right. And we've brought that passion partly into our careers. Yep, I'm a freelance video editor and photographer. And I'm a freelance editor and writer at an entertainment site. Hope Hope you enjoy enjoy our our podcast. podcast. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Hi, all. Welcome to episode two of Grant Camera Action. Action. I'm your host, Bill, and our co-host, other host, I should say, Lindsay. (laughs) We we are both hosts. Yeah. And we're still (laughs) working shit out. We're still writing out. We're yeah. still ironing out the kinks <laughs> and wrinkles and and stains yeah. and <laughs> and stains. Oh, I didn't leave those stains, Lindsay. What are those? Yeah, what stains are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my God. So, uh, okay, so what have you been uh, tuning into, Lindsay? What has been on your plate, on your uh, film television plate this week? Oh my God. Well, what I've been watching lately, I mean, I've I've been watching a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been like, I'm a huge fan of Bob's Burgers. So I continuously watch old episodes and new episodes every Sunday. I still have to watch that. Still have to watch them. I know. I know. Get with it. Get with it. I know. I know. Come on. I know. The Belchers are waiting for you, okay? And plus, I strangely always crave a burger. It, the burgers really? they make in that cartoon sound really good. <laughs> okay. Are they better than Krabby Patty? I'm also a foodie <laughs> on top of a self-proclaimed uh, film critic. Exactly. Now I'm hungry again. Oh, my gosh. But I've also, like, new stuff I've been watching really has been, like, WandaVision and uh, Servant. Yes. Servant. Servant on Apple Plus. That is not being talked about enough, unfortunately. Well, when people start watching it, they'll see why. I mean, not to discourage people. I mean, we don't want to... I mean, Apple TV is, uh, I, I don't oh, think I'm I very... should say, I should say spoiler alert, guys. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, we will be revealing all the twists, turns, and catastrophes that are happening in these yes. series, films, whatever. <laughs> Unless you read comic books, because we also will be... Um, I'm talking about Marvel and DC. Yeah. And all things nerdy too. So Definitely. or graphic Definitely. novels. <laughs> but yeah, I've been watching but yeah, like WandaVision and Servant have been really like my, my main uh shows. Mm-hmm. What have you been watching, mm-hmm. Joe? Uh Servant and WandaVision. <laughs> what, what a coincidence. What a <laughs> Um, oh, I recently watched this this very kitschy movie, which made fun of itself. It's called Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. Oh, it's is that on very... uh, Amazon Prime? Uh, I think no, I saw like the trailer for that. It's a 
in VOD, it's it's twenty bucks to rent. It, Ew. Yeah. I don't even pay twenty bucks in a movie theater. But okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, do you guys remember it, movie theaters? Do you guys oh remember God. movie theaters? I hear they I, are reopening at 25% capacity in March. Yeah, that's that's stupid. I would love to go. I, do you know how much I, I mean, want to socially distance from people and sit in a darkened theater? Yes. I mean, I've, me. I've done that before when theaters were open anyway. Just go early. Yeah. Um, but I, yes. I mean, as much as I would like to go back to a movie theater, I'm like... No, thank you. It's still like, I know how much do we trust nice. these people? Like, is it really clean? Like, are they really clean? I mean, they didn't clean it before. Oh. I mean, I. I remember I when there was an outbreak of lice in a Queens <gasps> uh, theater. Uh, oh no, bed bugs! There were bed bugs at one theater. Oh, no. oh god, that was oh, terrible. No, not no bed bugs. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So, but I don't know. I would I would double mask up and go. I feel like I I need I need that. I need to just get out there again. Yeah, people need to try to go like earlier though. Oh yeah, I would go to a show. Actually, no, don't go earlier because I want to go there early and I don't want to see you there. Sorry, people. I don't. We don't like anybody. If you have, a, I don't. I don't like don't the public. Like <laughs> we only like a handful of people. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like just Corey a hand has worked in our favor. Just a hand, like five people, including five. me. Yeah. So including really, technically, yourself. four. Self love, the most important. So just the an even important. number. Yeah. Just an even number. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> so, Jill, what are we going to talk about yeah. in this episode tonight? <gasps> like... Oh, well, you're in for a treat, Lindsay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this was a really, I shouldn't laugh, because this was a really serious and oh, no, oftentimes depressing film called Judas and the Black Messiah, based on actual events. It was directed by Shaka King. Um, Mm -hmm. It stars Daniel, and I love this guy, Daniel Kaluuya. I hope I said his name right, Kaluuya. Um, Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, they're both actors from Get Out. Um, Jesse Plemons. Dominique Fishback, like she's another great actress, um, mm-hmm. who I found out, I forgot where, I think I was listening to like the breakfast, um, the breakfast club, you know, the breakfast club on the radio and they also yes, have videos on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. They did an interview with Daniel and, um, they talked about how Dominique Fishback, like she did and, um, she actually wrote the poem that she recites in the film. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you remember that scene. Joe. Yes, like she, she was reciting a film to him, to his character who she plays. Um, did. Wow. Yeah. So Daniel plays the character, well, the iconic and like the legend, like like the fierce leader. Um, well, one of the fierce leaders, uh, Chairman Fred Hampton of the Black Panthers, mm-hmm. and uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Stanfield. He plays the FBI. Um, 
what is that called? Bill, like the Bill O'Neill. He's the uh, no, no, no. He's the FBI. He's the FBI. What is it like? The he he's not an FBI agent, but he plays as like a. They he's use him as like a undercover. Uh, yeah, un- undercover operative for the FBI to infiltrate the Black Panthers because J. Edgar yeah. Hoover was on his was a beast. Was, and he was crazy. Good Lord. He just hated black people for no reason. I was even not aware other, of that. Even though nature. there were even yeah. though there were Jill. Even though there were other terrorists. Okay, I don't I don't need to explain to you how deep this <gasps> hatred runs from uh fifteen hundreds, but yeah, that never went away, even though it's the twentieth century. Oh so no, I kinda but get I, I, I kinda get saying, it. They never they do not teach that. In elementary school, oh no, of they, course not. A lot like, of all I time, knew, yeah, yeah, all I knew was the Black Panther wearing, you know, like the leather, the leather outfits, wearing all black, the afros, um, the fists. Yeah. Like I never really knew, like understood really what they did, or even Huey knew, um, Huey Newton, right? He was the, he was the founder or the co-founder right mm-hmm. yeah Huey Newton yes. like even him like I didn't really know much about him until like my adult life neither did I it was mm-hmm. yeah it's an eye-opener um and trigger it alert if you guys are gonna watch that it's a it's yeah. a trigger warning because it really um yeah yeah it's, it's it, it just like brings a lot of open intense it just pours salt over It's basically open like watching today. It's just like watching oh, yeah. the news today and how nothing has changed, which is ridiculous. Yeah, go on. Yeah, the narrative of a Black American, it's always going to be timeless because it never changes. It's always going to be the same mm-hmm. struggles, unfortunately. It never really uh, changes or progresses. Mm-hmm. Although we did have some kind of changes. I mean, now I can, you know, ride on a bus. I can choose my own seat. I can drink from a water fountain. I can walk on the sidewalk. I can look a white person in the eye. But um, still, it's just not the same. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it, but. Oh no! No, I think it's that's. I I mean I don't know your experience, but I know from my point of view. Yeah, there are still implicit biases. So many people have to work through. Yeah. Because racism is taught. That's that's. It starts at home. It starts by yeah. watching television. It start. It starts in yeah. school. School, school you would think i mean it starts with the families too because i mean we're subtle, not, like when we're born we're not born with these preconceived notions or like these um mm-hmm. already prejudiced like biases biases you know right so no it's really nurtured it's true what they say it is so, and i remember um, learning mm. about the black panthers briefly and they yeah. said, oh, they were sort of terrorists. That's what they told me in school. <gasps> that's what they told you? And then that's what they said. Wow. Oh, yeah, they're they're a little bit of an 
anti this group. I said, what anti this? I did. I, that's how I just knew it as until a couple of years ago. I, I read something that said, no, this is what they actually did for society. They brought. Yeah. They I mean, they were. Yeah, they they wanted to bring so many people together. They wanted I mean, they just were doing common... the stuff that I mean, it was just the stuff that we're all like, it just echoes today. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, it's, it's frustrating. <laughs> Did you ever read the 10-point Black Panther program? <sighs> no, I've okay. heard of it. I didn't get to read it, but I know there were, like, the... Um, that was like the, the That was, like, the commandments, right? Yes. Like, to, to abide by in the Black Panthers. Yeah. And it was easy shit that they we all should have <laughs> implemented. That white people should have said, oh, okay, that's not asking. It's not asking for a lot. Mm. It really isn't. Because I say it isn't. Because they're still, they still do that. I believe his son is in charge of some faction of it. No, yeah. In faction in Chicago. Yeah, his father's from Chicago. So, yeah, his son, his son took over as a chairman as well yeah um fred jr so his son and his wife were actually um consultants on the film which i was like that's right i know that's (laughs) That's perfect what Um, she went through though holy oh my god oh my god okay can we talk about this film first of all like the performances we start us off the performances i wrote down provocative Mm -hmm. i just loved it absolutely uh daniel's voice like he's british i I don't know where i don't know where in the uk he lives Mm -hmm. but if you hear his regular speech and then you watch him in the movie it's like wait how did he get to talk like that (laughs) i was like where did the and it turns out um it turns out like the breakfast club interview i saw like daniel was talking about how he got trained by a opera singer an opera coach an opera opera vocal coach mm-hmm. is that what you call it <laughs> wow yeah yeah um yeah a vocal technician <laughs> no it was a vocal it was a vocal coach vocal but coach. the vocal coach, he, vocal coach. He, okay but he trains opera singers so that's why i put opera vocal coach okay okay yeah don't you think Okay, you you don't see the significance in that opera. You know how no. you know how oh, yes, different I opera do. singing. Okay, you know how. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So the fact that it was an opera culture, like wow, that's that's very interesting, and it just makes me think back on like all these UK actors, like um, Idris Elba. Um, who else? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my baby. Um, uh, reggae, reggae, Jean Page. <laughs> Why is Page? I don't like that. It's Page. <laughs> I've, I've, I've his name is reggae. completely French. Like, yeah. like I thought his name was completely French. Page. Like Jean... No, there's no accent on the e. Uh, reggae Jean Page. Page. Oh right. There's I know. No I took on the French e. for three years, and have I? You took French for three okay. years, and okay. you didn't, girl. Why am I telling you this? I was. I, I took was French for one year. It. I can't because I refused to learn Spanish. 
Oh, I refuse. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, my my family okay, speaks French too. Enough. I mean, I'm, my family's from Haiti, but but that's besides the point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, what else did you like about the film? Like, what were like something? I mean, I got more stuff to talk about, but I'll let you talk about the film a little bit. Just like your first. Just the history behind it. Well, I was, I was, I kept sitting there thinking, did this really happen? Did Bill O'Neill really do this? Did he actually have a change of heart? I think halfway, he did oh, yeah, not. This is all there are real no life reports. events. If we haven't, this is all based on real mm-hmm. life events. If we yeah. haven't mentioned that, mm-hmm. um, but when he had the change of heart and he said, "I can't do this anymore," <laughs> that is. I believe that is somewhat fabricated from what I've read. That mm. it was dramatized. I think for because it's Hollywood, they have that to have sense. some sort of conflict. The character has to right. The but character has to have some kind of like turn. That's yeah. why, and I really, I said, is he going to come out and tell him? Is he going to do something about it? But and it would have been interesting him. if the character didn't have that turn. Because yes. again, like. Uh, like mm-hmm. black people like I guess people see black people as like a whole monolith like people keep saying that like we're not a monolith we all got different point of views we all got blah, blah, blah. like this movie definitely shows you that he had a different point of view because I'm like oh, this because sure. this guy was not for he was not part of that black panther movement he was not part of that like he was no. all for himself yes. he was very selfish mm-hmm. in my opinion and, from my oh. um yeah. Yeah, he I thought he I got the impression that at you know, eventually he had started to warm up to them, especially mm-hmm. during the I am a revolutionary speech, which god oh, damn. Yeah. What? Oh yeah. Speech. And Yeah, yeah, he's like staring he, at yeah, the FBI yeah. agent like yes. saying that to him. I was like, "Ooh, yeah. okay, okay." And then he I said, see. "What did you think? What?" And then doesn't he talk to him yeah, he talks to him afterwards, and he the says, FBI "I saw agent? you during." Yeah, wait, sorry, can you back up? Out. So, yes. wait, hold on. Sorry, you just got to describe it because the audience might not know. So, okay. um, so, so Lakeith Stanfield's character, Bill O'Neill, he, yes. you're saying that he talked to the FBI agent that hired him to infiltrate the Black Panthers, yeah, and to also figure he out talked- a way to figure out a way to um, get close to Fred Hampton to correct well initially get him arrested i guess oh god that was yeah because the assassination part that came after uh yeah so he was he did he drug him that was the that was the insinuation correct so okay so bill o'neill he was approached by another black man I don't know how much of this is true, but he was approached by another um, mm-hmm. black man. Like, um, also his character, um, the actor Rel, the the comedian Rel Del Rey or Rel Howie Howery Howery Rel Howery is that how I'm saying uh, his name? Anyway, he's a comedian. Little Rel Howery, yes. Little Rel Howery, yes. He's also from I, Get Out. A lot of people from yeah. Get Out. Um, so his character, oh, he was. At first, oh wasn't he? The yeah, that was him. Yes. He was the friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, not the friend. He's that not the delightful. friend. 
uh, he's not the friend. No, so good. his character, at first when I saw him, I was like, who is this pimp? And like, he just talks to Bill O'Neill. Like, this is like <laughs> towards like the ending of the movie, mm-hmm. right? When everything starts coming together and start yes. unfolding and start, you know, crashing down. And so like, um, so yeah, so Bill O'Neill, he's like in this bar and little Rel Howery, like his character, I forgot his character's name. Like, I don't know. He just saw him at the bar and I don't know. He was mm-hmm. like, hey, brother or whatever, you know. And then he slips him a little something. And then Bill O'Neill looks and he's like, what, what is this? And apparently it's like drugs. It was like sleeping pills to mm-hmm. give to Fred Hampton. Yeah. Because they were planning the assassination. They didn't tell him they were going to assassinate him, but they, they, I forgot what was the excuse, but they were like, you know, we, yeah, we're just going to catch him, you know, or something like that. But Bill Mm O'Neill was like, he, he, he made it seem like he wasn't part of that. Like he was like, no, that's too far. But then towards the end, unfortunately, a spoiler alert if you don't know the history or if you haven't been listening to half of the podcast. Um, so they assassin they found Fred Hampton's place and they assassinated, they shot 99 bullets. Um, the black pan like a couple of black Panthers and his wife were with him just sleeping. Fred Hampton mm-hmm. was in his bed, shot up. Um, apparently she was, you can see the wife like trying to wake him up. And he couldn't wake up. Um, oh, I skipped something. I forgot. After that bar scene when he got the drugs, it, it seemed like Bill O'Neill wasn't mm-hmm. going to give it to um, Fred Hampton because it because at right. this point it looked like his character became really close with him or at least started to, mm-hmm. I don't know, like started Pretend. to form, form a relationship with Fred Hampton. But, um, and Fred Hampton started mm-hmm. to, like, he was trusting him completely. And then there was this party where Fred yeah. Hampton was released from prison and the, the the Black Panthers wanted to give this whole welcome back, welcome home party, da, 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 da. And then at one point you see mm-hmm. Bill O'Neill, he comes up to Fred Hampton and he was like, you want a drink? Or he offered him a drink. At that point, you don't know if yeah. he put, the, if he slipped the drugs. But then the next scene, mm-hmm. I believe the next scene was like when Fred Hampton was sleeping, his wife was sleeping, a couple of Black Panthers were standing by and boom, the FBI raided, shot up. Fred Hampton never woke up and ooh, a chilling scene. Mm-hmm. Like the FBI agent, he walked up to Fred Hampton's body Awful. and said like, oh, he looked like he's going to make it. And right there where you see with the wife, like right in front of the wife who was pregnant by the mm-hmm. way pregnant with their first child yeah um yeah they just shot him in yep. the bed they continued to shoot him in the bed like three more shots or five more shots or whatever after saying that he's that, gonna make it that was intense that was so brutal to watch i was like um, wow for a movie think? yeah that's intense that is yeah really intense he was going that was the party, though. Didn't he say he was going to leave the country? Well, right? wasn't that a plan? People, people were telling him, like, he should leave the country, like, to follow the heels mm-hmm. of, um, I forgot, there was another guy that um, 
that was exiled and he moved to Morocco or something. I forgot one of the leaders or was okay. it Cuba. There was another leader that that like the this was the point where the Black Party the Black Panther Party started to it started to dissolve a little bit. It started breaking mm-hmm. down. Yeah. Um but Fred Hampton was like, No, I'm I'm not leaving. People were suggesting to him, but Fred, he didn't want to leave, I believe, from my recollection. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to get the, the real history. So apparently yeah. in real life it he did not confess to feeding Hampton any sort of mm. drug, though mm. there were barbiturates found during the autopsy. In his blood. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean... Yeah, towards the end of the movie, like, you see this clip, like, he actually was in a documentary, and yep. there was this part where Bill, like, the, the real Bill O'Neill, he talks about, like, I don't know, like, there was a question saying, like, oh, what mm-hmm. would you say to your son or something like that, right? Yeah. I said, what do and you then, say? I forgot. I forgot what, what he said. But I just he, looked at him with a squinted eye. I was like, mm. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't trust this dude at all. Like, yeah, like I he think, has to live with that. I don't know if he's still alive. Is he still alive? He killed himself after the documentary. Oh, the night right. the documentary aired, he killed himself. Right, he killed himself. Mm. Yep. Mm. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did I mention that Fred yeah. Hampton was 21? years 21. but just he reached all the work to he the did. ranks of being the chairman of being of the one of the biggest influential yes. well the most potential biggest influential political party and i'm gonna say it's a political party the black panthers i don't mm-hmm. care what anybody says like at 21 years old he became a chairman for the chicago chapter the illinois chapter huh at 21 years old, I don't know about you, but I was just trying to get my graduate bachelor's degree. School. Yeah, I was trying to graduate. Hi. I was trying to get my naps. I was coming late to class. Your naps. I was trying to get no, my naps in. My naps in, yes. <laughs> College was intense, guys. But It, it really was. But, I, I mean, mean uh, I, w- I, I wouldn't trade it, though. Yeah. I wouldn't trade it. No. Because we met each other. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. No, for real. Like, I I don't regret the people I got to meet and the professors that really, well, a few, that (laughs) influenced me into, like, the the industry of film. Like, I never thought, like, at first, to be honest, I was planning on working on TV, like, to be, like, a programmer or something. Actually, yeah, okay. I wanted to be a programmer. And then, I don't know, I just wow. got into film. I was not aware of this. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I mean, was, film, I you can't go wrong with film. Oh. <laughs> no, you cannot. No, you cannot. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh. oh, my oh, God. There was wow. another so... scene. Ooh, there was another scene. Oh. Um, yes. Well, I just like also the scenes with the FBI agent. Um, what's his name? That oh, I didn't write down his name. Jesse Anyways. Clemens. Oh, that was the guy that played the Roy oh, Mitchell. Okay. 
Mitchell. Okay. So Jackie yeah, Clemens, like Bill. Yeah. He played Roy yeah. Mitchell. What were you gonna say? <laughs> Sorry. Oh no, I was just saying it's his. The actor's name is Jesse Plemons, and he was playing Roy Mitchell. Yes. Yes. So Mitchell and Bill oh. O'Neill. Like, there were scenes where they would meet in the restaurant, and it just gave me, like, Godfather vibes. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> yes. I know this is a Hollywood. Yes. Like, this is definitely a Hollywood magic kind of thing, because in real life, like, who's doing that? They're smoking cigars in a restaurant. I... Like, I'm waiting for Bill O'Neill to kiss the guy's ring. Like, what are we doing? You know, I'm waiting for the daughter <laughs> to have her wedding day. And then he's gonna offer. Oh my god! That he can't refuse. Oh my god! That that was so cringy when he was talking what? to Hoover, and he said when he was wanna, talking you, to uh, Mitchell about. I so I there was a scene with Hoover and Mitchell. Vaguely. There was yes. yeah, there's a scene with Hoover and Mitchell, and they were talking about what to do with Fred Hampton. Okay, go. Hello? Well, he... Yes, I'm still here. Do you have a lag? Is there a lag on your end? You're lagging, actually, on on my end. I'm lagging? I was waiting for you, yeah. That's interesting. Oh. Am I lagging? No. Oh, oh, okay. I don't know. Gosh. Hey, technical difficulties. Yay. It's fine. Uh, I can and still this hear will you. be cut out. Okay, so <laughs> let me just start over. So, okay, so Jill, you'll describe the scene where um, FBI agent Mitchell is talking with J. Edgar Hoover, um, and they're discussing what to do about Fred Hampton. Now, Fred Hampton was already arrested and released at this point. So you're going to talk mm-hmm. about that scene. Yeah. So, yeah, Hoover brings up bringing a, what if, hypothetically, the FBI's daughter, the FBI agent's mm-hmm. daughter, Mitchell's when daughter, she's older, yeah. when mm-hmm. she, if she brings home a black Mind man, you, the daughter, the daughter's only two years old or eight months old. I forgot. Yeah, I, it's, she's a, she's a The daughter child. don't know nothing. The daughter don't know nothing. She's not even a child yet. She's she's barely a toddler. Right. Like they're talking about this hypothetical. Yeah, go on. (laughs) And J. Edgar Hoover comes in and says, well, what would you do? Tell me, what would you do if she brought home a black man? And you see. As a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or a husband. Yeah. And it was the most bizarre scene because the FBI agent. Yeah, it was did not know how to respond. He's like, excuse me, why are you even bringing my daughter into this? There's, I- Well, first he was like, <laughs> you could totally see like the whole mood change and it was completely awkward. And I'm like, I totally yeah, know what's happening here. I'm like, I know what he's trying to get at. And and you see Mitchell's face. He's like, at first he, I, <laughs> at first he's like thinking like it's a joke. He was like, oh, my daughter's, just a baby, you know, like yeah. I'm not gonna think about that. But then Hoover with a dead serious face was like No. No, what if she what if she when did she this? gets older, what if she brought home a black man? What would you do? And I'm like, We're seriously gonna do this? 
<laughs> yeah, for sure. It, it makes mind you, it's sense. the late '60s. I'm like well, these. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, it was a very yes, very unsettling scene. Yeah. That I mean, and you could just feel that that racism runs deep. Yeah. With these oh, yeah. guys. And the fact, um, I mean, the whole thing about the police brutality, that that whole, I mean, most of the movie yeah. was built around that. And of course, yeah. people are still experiencing that today. And it, oh, yeah. it, it was sickening. It was sickening to watch. It shouldn't, yeah. you know, it, yeah. I just wanted yeah. to bring that up because that was really, I no, just that was a, it. that was another, I feel like that was another poignant scene where, you actually see, like at first in the beginning, the agent, Agent Mitchell, like he's just like, you know, he's the typical FBI agent that you would expect. You know, he's a white mm-hmm. dude in suburban California. Wait, where was this set? Oh no, Chicago. I don't know, suburban Chicago yeah. or something, whatever. And yeah, like you, you see, <laughs> it's so funny. Like you, mm-hmm. you can see him battling his conscience, like right there. Again, great performances like these actors were really mm-hmm. like they were really capturing the moment like i feel yeah they they really got that because because that is a lot of conflict like racism prejudice um that uh, that raises conflict because it basically battles with the social norms that we grew up to think right. was you know that that was that and then here comes this group, the Black Panther Party. Ooh, the Rainbow Coalition. Like, oh yes, who knew? Like, I I did not know. I mean, I knew I in my know. adult life. Like, once I started learning more, mm-hmm. but who knew at that time? Like, they actually were trying to bring like, like I don't want to say the poor whites, but just bringing the white people, bringing the Latino mm-hmm. community, and the Black community. Sometimes I wish the Asians can, mm-hmm. like Asians, uh, I don't know. I, feel, I all know. Right, uh, don't hate me, people, but I, I feel like the Asians, like, they think that yeah. they're separate, or at least the East Asians, let me let me specify. They think that they are immune to all this racism, but I digress. But anyways, yeah, like, they bring, like, the Latinos and the whites. Like, there was this great scene where Fred Hampton, like, he just walked into a church. Like, I guess it was like a a Baptist church. I don't know. It was was a church with white people and they had a Confederate flag at the The pulpit. And I'm like... Oh my God. (laughs) Don't do it! No! I'm like, can you imagine? You you have the Confederate flag, which means you carry a certain set of values, which means you see people at at a different value... And you see mm-hmm. a group of black people mm-hmm. and this black man just coming up in in your church, disturbing your service. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Holy. It, I'm like, yo, the the balls. It was, I hope that I guess that I, I guess that was partially I true. I hope that was really true in real life. Like I really hope they did walk up into a church, into a white church with a with a Confederate flag. Uh-huh. And somehow convince them like that and, was amazing. 
I mean, he wasn't I mean, honestly, even talking we're in the about, same boat, but yeah. Oh, well, yeah, but he didn't bring up color. He just brought up economic, economically, right? Exactly. Yeah. So let's get back into this. Let's talk more about this church scene in Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay, so yeah. I'm white, but those <laughs> white people scared the shit out of me. <laughs> It's just, I say that a lot and people are like, no, Jill, you're white. You have to be held accountable. And I'm like, I know, I know, but, but, but racist, that is, that is okay. racists are fucking frightening. Holy that is shit. okay. The same way, like black people who used to work with the white slave owners, that would scare me. Oh, okay. Yes. And that was a so... thing. That was a thing too. <laughs> Oh, because it's all, uh, my God. So, it's yeah, racists, racists are another breed. Just people, just people complicit. Yes. I mean, you know what? Racists, no. You know what? Racists, they don't scare me. But people who are complicit and they smile in your face, mm. those are more, those people are more dangerous. The people that make you feel good mm. about yourself and yeah. then say, but no, it's you're, really not, not. you're not worth it. Bringing us back to one night in Miami. <laughs> yes. I was going to say yes. that. I was going to say that. that scene <laughs> with uh, Bo Bridges, with Bo Bridges <gasps> and um, Bo this Hodge Bridges. baby. <laughs> oh. That's crazy. I, I like that we're on the same wavelength. Okay. Awesome. Okay. I, okay. That also reminded me of another scene when Ooh. when Mitchell, the FBI agent Mitchell, brought yeah. Bill into his home. Oh, yes. He didn't say anything. He didn't... He, he wasn't like, you don't belong here. Get out of my house. Yeah, but he, but he was buttering him up. With it. He was... Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I... I like, get out I of there. Don't, get out. I don't <laughs> get out. There we go. Jordan Peele, where you at? Uh, <laughs> don't trust white people. <laughs> don't trust them. Oh. oh my God. So do you oh. hear this? If you're dating a white person and they invite you to their family home, do not go. <laughs> do, do not, not go. go. Um, <laughs> Abandon ship. Leave the relationship immediately. Do not meet oh the family. <laughs> Wait, but can I also be like a little silly here and of just course. be like, I, <laughs> I love Daniel's uh, dad bod. Like he was a little thick in that movie. And I was like, ooh. Oh, yes. Yeah. I wanted to hug him. Like a teddy bear. Like a teddy bear, like a cute little teddy bear. Like it wasn't like big, but no. I saw a little belly. I saw a little belly. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, we have to normalize the dad bod. Okay. Normalize because not everybody gets the six pack. Sometimes they got the keg. I got the keg. <laughs> it's been a long quarantine. Oh, oh, I got a keg. I got a keg and a wedding cake. Anyways, uh, 
I got a wheel of cheese in there. Yes. Wheel of cheese. <laughs> oh, well, oh, now I'm hungry. Good. I want some cheese and crackers. I with know. Some wine. Oh, yes, Lindsay. Oh, next time a charcuterie board. <laughs> we should oh my do god. That. We should totally. We should do Get that. some salami, pepperoni, mm. 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 Gruyere, mm. truffle honey. Gruyere. Oh, girl, you fancy yes, that. Yes, some yes, goat cheese. Yes. Can we get some oh. goat cheese up in here? Yes, Who's a fan of goat cheese? I am. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, another, fun, another fun thing about the film, I really mm-hmm. love the... I mean, since I'm an editor, of course, I noticed... I really paid attention to like the music and like how they cut. Mm-hmm. Like I love that jazzy soundtrack and they did like some yes. parallel cutting. Like it's always a great, it's always a great thing. I just, I just really love the music in that film. Like that jazzy mm-hmm. funky soundtrack. It was great. <laughs> I think it juxtaposed with the overall tone which was mm. somber. There was a lot of quiet yeah. moments where it was just like, holy shit, this guy should not have gone through what he did. He should no. be alive today. He should still. He should. He could have. He, sh- he could have. Been- Martin Luther King could have still. He could still be alive. They all could. Malcolm X. What? Malcolm X. Oh, my God. Malcolm X. Mm. Another oh, also, can I can I point out another thing? Maybe, maybe because I don't know. Maybe it's like, you know, being a student of film. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I'm back in film class. But like Bill O'Neill's, even though it's based on a real character. I mean, mm-hmm. I said a real character. It's on the real guy, William O'Neill. Yeah. But like, for a black name, I mean, for a black guy to have the name O'Neill, and you know, O'Neill is. Right is associated with like irish or probably yeah i think it's more catholic, irish heritage irish right? catholic yes english catholic, irish catholic heritage Scottish, english yes. european so the fact that his name the yes european so the fact that he's a black name a black guy with with lack of better words with a white name like that even made the whole conflict even more I feel. Well, his or maybe I'm just reading too much into it. Yeah. It, well, like, I feel like that whole self-conflict really yeah. hits. Because it's almost as if he doesn't see him see himself as part of the struggle. You know what I mean? During no. those times. Mm-hmm. He was separate. Because yeah. he was doing it for his own yeah. good, as he said before. And for his own, yeah. His own... <sighs> What's the word? Like his own self-interest or yes, something. Yes, self-interest. Correct. Yeah. That's all he Because he, he was like trying to rob, like he would steal cars or something like yeah. that. Like I'm like, what but are you is, doing? Was William O'Neill his given name or was that his witness protection name? I don't. Oh my he had, gosh. Right? He, That's a good question. Okay. But, well, now okay. that just. Well, my theory out the window okay fine but it's still if if the fbi looked at him and said oh we're gonna give you this good old american irish name 
That's true. William O'Neill. Not to say not to say that a black guy cannot have a name like that. I mean, Ice Cube, his name is O'Shea, whatever. I forgot his last name, but his first name is O'Shea, which is Irish. Yeah. O'Shea. Yeah. O'Shea, go down. That's it. Go down and pick some potatoes. I'm sorry. First of all, Jill, you are Polish. I don't know why. I am Irish. I am 40% Irish. Yes, I am. Oh, oh, okay. My bad. My bad. So that's fine. I can I can butcher the Irish accent. Yeah, I have license to butcher. <laughs> very well. Very well. <laughs> totally. Totally too. Uh... <laughs> what? Okay, now the Irish people are going to get at you. Uh... Oh, God. They're going to come for me. <laughs> What, what, what are you doing over there? You. What are you doing, Jill? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, that's how some of the people I know sound. They're very breathy. It's part of the Irish. Yeah, it's definitely. I could definitely hear the difference. Like the Scottish. Oh my God, the Scottish. Oh, it's something I love the rough. They got something rough about their... Yeah, I kind of like the way they speak, too. Yeah. Well, some of them, not all of them. Yes. It depends where in Scotland. Right. Right. It's like Britain. You have the... You have the Cockney. You have... I mean, there's a lot... Yeah, there's London, but then there's Yorkshire. Then there's, like... East side. Manchester. West side. East end. Yeah, East end. East side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know London. I know what I'm yeah, talking girl. about. Don't. Okay, you got to represent for us Americans. Don't be talking like that, Jill. Anyways, um, <laughs> like, <laughs> the only thing, the only country that I'm just so flabbergasted by is mm. Wales. Have you ever heard Welsh? No. I'm like, wait. I'm like, the how did the British conquer you know what never mind because they conquered other foreign countries that didn't speak the language so never mind never mind and that was your rant (laughs) about uh languages hey and and the history of great britain and dialects (laughs) yeah coming from two americans we know yo can you can you like sometimes I wonder I'm like what do we sound like to these guys because for these British actors to come take American roles I'm like yes. wait you guys sound better than we do and we sound horrible I know I know even though okay I'm gonna make a little comment about servant Sean Uh-oh. oh the guy who plays Sean has this I forgot Jer- his- I forgot Jericho. his name. Jericho. I'm like, okay. Why he sound like why he sound like he's from like the Lower East Side. Like no, not the Brooklyn? Lower East Side. He sound like no Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Jericho. Like, or even Long Island. Up. Long Island. Actually yes. actually close to Long Island. You're right. He got like that Brooklyn Long Island accent. And I'm like who is Where? this guy? Yeah, what? But wait, but the setting of Servant is in Philadelphia. Yeah, so it doesn't... I mean, are you telling me that he came 
from New York? <laughs> That's what she said. But um, oh, God. Oh, it's. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just interesting. Like him yeah. and um um oh my god, Rupert Ron Grint. Weasley, uh, Rupert Grint. Rupert Grint. What? You know, I'm sorry. I'm forever gonna call him Ron. I don't know why. Ron. I should stop. Ronnie. Ronnie. <laughs> I'm like Harry Potter is done. Let me stop. Speaking Rupert. of a dad bod, he has a dad bod too, and I'm like, good for really? you. Yeah, he looks a little. He's, oh, he's back that you know ride. what it is? Because he's kind of, you know what it is? Because he's kind of short. He's so stocky. Like, he's stocky. He's, he's very stocky. Like, he's stocky. Is there another word to describe it without sounding offensive? No, it's stocky. <laughs> hardy. He's very hardy. He's a hardy Brit. <laughs> Are you calling him oatmeal? Is that what you're calling him right now? Like. I don't think Rupert will appreciate that. He's steel cut oats. The best kind. Mm, that's healthy. That that's actually healthy. healthy. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is. Move over Quaker oats. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Okay. I'm naming all these tangent. labels. I we went. <laughs> that was a. T- we just well, veered the car off the road. We we are ranting and raving. We are. This is rant camera action. We put the rant in rant camera. Action. <laughs> what? I, it's late, Lindsay. Okay, <laughs> it's getting it's getting to be witching hour. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is crazy. Oh, I can't, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot. Okay. All right, should we, uh, how about we wrap up? We've been going for a while, right? You want to wrap up? Maybe we I should guess, wrap up. yeah, we have been, and that's been a while. Yeah. So, we went so, from Judas and the Black yeah, Messiah. Yeah, that was, that was, to we went from Judas people. and the Black Messiah to. To, to the oatmeal. UK dialects, to um, Harry Potter Dad having bots. people as oatmeal. All right. Thank you, Rupert for Grint, joining. aka Ron Weasley, equals Quaker steel oats, cut steel cut oats, <laughs> nature's path. Let's, founded in your local it. grocery store. <laughs> Wait, who would Daniel Radcliffe be? He would be like, he would be like pretzel sticks or something. <laughs> pretzel sticks. Uh, no, he'd be um, he'd be like a scone, maybe. A scone. Yeah, like a very easy. <laughs> He's very run-of-the-mill scone. You know, your normal scone. That is... But... I would say Emma Watson is the scone. Ooh, what flavor? (laughs) Okay, no. He he would be flavorless. He's a flavorless, buttery scone. But Emma... Emma Watson... It's a blueberry and lemon scone. She's the blueberry and lemon scone. She would she would be a blueberry lemon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. But Dan Rad, um 
Yeah, I have to think about that one. On the next episode of Rant Camera Action, we will have what breakfast food. We'll be sharing recipes of our favorite. (laughs) We'll be sharing recipes of our favorite scones. Um, We will be exploring Gordon Ramsay and his cookbooks. Oh, God. We will be experimenting. With great charcuterie boards. Charcuterie. You have to say it like the Charcuter- French. Charcuterie. 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 You, you sound better. Charcuterie. I do. Oh, I do. You sound honestly, better than I do. I sound like I'm really? murdering it. I, I honestly, I sound like I'm murdering it. If the French don't hate us now, they surely will. My will. ancestors are actually about to get at me. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, guys. And I guess that's it because okay. we're just horrible Americans with horrible accents. Yeah. <laughs> And foreigners yeah, just speak better than us Americans. I, I can't believe this. They do. Yeah. Can't believe Everything this. just sounds better. Yeah. yeah. All right. And sexier. And, oh, okay. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that next episode, too. What accent <laughs> after is hours. sexier? After hours. Ranting after dark. Oh, okay. okay. Well, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jill. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I hope you like this podcast of uh, rant camera action, right? Yeah, keep on doing anti-racist work, everybody. Joe, oh my god, it's the second episode. Just be patient with us, guys. I was hoping she caught it. She fumbled that ball so hard, guys. Fumbled. I told. I didn't even grab the ball, Lindsay. It just landed like two, three feet Did away. Did you even look in the direction? <laughs> okay. Goodbye. All right. Be well. Right. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye guys. Bye, Joe. I'm gonna go take some some wine. I'm gonna have some oatmeal. You're gonna have yourself some Ron Weasley. Okay, it's a cut. Bye, guys.